You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, episode 258. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed. I'm your host, Christina Cantors. I'm a speaker, coach, and founder of The C Method, where I'm all about helping high-performing professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. You can learn more at thecmethod.com. Now, today's podcast is all about reframing. I'm going to explain what I mean in a minute, but the best way to communicate this to you is to share something that happened recently in a client coaching call. Now, a few times a year, I run a small group coaching program called Speak Up and Lead, which you may have heard me speaking about on this podcast. It's for professionals who want to be effective communicators and leaders. And in the current program, in one of our recent coaching sessions, we were talking about personal branding and how each of the participants could share their background story to help highlight their value in the workplace. And one of my clients said, you know, she said, I really struggle with this. I don't, I just don't think my story is that interesting. And I said, okay, well, just tell us your story. Just tell us, tell us what it is. She said, okay, well, I've been working for the same company for 15 years now. It's the only experience that I have. Um, I went straight from uni to this company and I've moved around a lot within the company. I've been jumping from role to role. I went from human resources and people and culture to more business management and, and business processes. So I'm not really a specialist in anything. I'm more of a generalist and I haven't moved companies at all. So I don't have that experience of working with a different employer. I just don't see how that's valuable at all. I said, okay. Now, the problem is not that your story is not interesting. It's that you're framing it in a very unhelpful way, in a way that does not serve you. And we had a chat about how she could reframe this and we, and I suggested to her, I said, look, here's another way you could look at it, right? So your situation, your background story, here's another way we can look at it. You're working for one of the biggest known brands and companies, both in Australia and globally. You've had experience across all different roles, across all different aspects of the business, which means you know how the entire business works. You've had that experience. You've shown that you're loyal, that you don't just jump around from company to company. You've got that stickability and the, and the experience you've got, it's high quality experience. You've shown initiative to move around into different positions and you've got a full understanding of how a large business operates successfully from, from the ground up. I said, that is incredibly valuable. And then my client, my client said, oh, oh, I never thought of it that way sounds really awesome when you say it like that. So this rock star is the power of the reframe and that is what we're exploring today. So in this episode my goal is to get you thinking differently about how you communicate whether with yourself internally or to others and you're going to discover that a simple reframe can drastically shift the way you experience a situation and how other people perceive and experience you. Does that sound good? All right, let's do it. So firstly, let's talk about what is a reframe exactly. Now, I um, I had a Google. Just I was just curious to see what, what's Google going to come up with. And when I first Googled it, the first thing that comes up is to place a picture or a photograph in a new frame, right? You're literally taking a picture and reframing it. Now, I had to think about this and I thought, that, you know what, that's actually 
a great analogy for what we're talking about here. You know, a good photo frame can, well, a frame, a photo frame can make or break a picture, right? You're not changing the picture. You're placing it in a different frame. And if you've got an old crappy frame, let's say you've got a, I don't know, I'm looking at my a photo on my desk at the moment. It's um, a wedding photo of me in my shiny gold dress and I've got a shiny frame. It's a shiny gold frame around it and it makes the, the photo look beautiful because it matches. Now, if I was to put a picture of me in my shiny gold dressed in dress in maybe like a an old distressed wooden frame, it just wouldn't have the same effect, right? So reframing it, putting it into a new frame is going to make it look so much better. Now, the picture itself hasn't changed, but putting it in a different frame makes it appear different. So in much the same way, a mental frame that we're talking about today is a structure that we use to give meaning to situations. So the way that you perceive the world, the way you see yourself, how you view others, how you interpret life events, how you communicate and express yourself, these are all determined by your mental frame. Now, a frame can be positive or negative, or as I prefer to say, constructive or unhelpful, right? So I'll give you an example, and I'll be giving you lots of examples in this episode um, because it's something I experience all the time. And I've been thinking about this topic for ages and I'm like, all right, finally going to do this podcast. Okay. So simple example, your manager asks you, when will you be done with that report? You could say, unfortunately, I can't get it to you until tomorrow morning. Right? So we're framing it. How does this, so how does this come across? Is it positive or negative? I would say it's pretty negative or it's pretty unhelpful. You're making it sound like it's a bad thing, like, oh, unfortunately, I can't get it to you until tomorrow. All right, so that's a very negative, unhelpful frame. Now, another way of framing this could be, I will have this ready for you first thing tomorrow morning. Right, So we're still delivering the report at the exact same time, but it's a much more positive or constructive way of framing the situation. So firstly, you're going to feel good if you frame it in a positive way. You're going to go, yeah, I feel good. I'm going to get it to you tomorrow morning. If you say, oh, unfortunately, I can't. I'm so busy. I can't get to, to you till tomorrow. You're going to feel worse about yourself because you're going to be like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible team member. I, you know, I'm not delivering very quickly. And then your manager is also going to get that same message. They're going to think, oh, they can't get it to me till tomorrow. Um. Or if you, ref- if you frame it in the positive way, they'll be like, oh, great, they're going to get it to me tomorrow. So you see the difference it makes? It's the same thing, but a different frame. So the actual idea or the situation doesn't change, just like the picture, but it appears differently because of how we have reframed it. So why is this important? It's important because however you frame something is going to determine your experience of the situation. I'll say that again. However you frame something is going to determine your experience of the situation. There's a well-known quote from Hamlet where he says, there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So we're you know, constantly finding ourselves in situations or things happening, people saying stuff to us, and we can choose to frame it in a way that's helpful and constructive or unhelpful and negative, purely based on how we think about it. 
I was speaking with my sister Zay the other day. Um, it, this is on our um, academy, the C Method Academy um, live session call, which is webinars that I run every uh, twice a month for my community. And Zay mentioned this great, uh, I don't know if it's a quote or it was something that they'd read around how um, the difference between a non-Buddhist and a Buddhist approach to things being out of control. So the non-Buddhist frame is everything is out of control, panic, right? So that's a non-Buddhist approach. And then the Buddhist reframe is everything's out of control, relax. And I really love this because you know, like I've been like I've been saying, it's the same situation. Everything's out of control. Everything's a mess. Everything's chaotic. And you can either choose to go, "That's a bad thing. I'm going to panic," or you can choose to go, "You know what? That's a that's a good thing. I'm just going to relax into it." Another example: um, I was running a, a podcasting, an online podcasting workshop with General Assembly on Monday night just this week, and talking to a bunch of, um, we had about 50 newbie podcasters and we were talking about how, you know, what's, what's important to look out for in terms of your downloads at the very beginning. Something that new podcasters tend to focus on is how many downloads they get. And a new podcaster might get, let's say a hundred downloads in their first week. Now, one way to frame this is, oh, only 100 downloads. That's terrible. I thought my podcast would have way more success than that. Now think about how you're going to feel if that's you, right? But another way to frame it is, oh, wow, 100 downloads. That's 100 people who are listening to me. That's a brilliant outcome. Same situation, different frame. But imagine who's going to feel better about themselves. So imagine if you could reframe everything in your life so that it helps you and it helps others. So it expands your opportunities, gets you thinking bigger and feeling good about yourself. So for example, with my client, going back to the example I shared at the start of this episode, my client, her her original frame of her experience meant that she wasn't going to talk about herself and her value effectively, and that would hold her back from opportunities. So when with her new reframe, she then feels good about herself, which then shifts the way she expresses herself. It leads her to feel more confident. It helps her to go for new opportunities, be more assertive and to move in in the right direction. So it makes a huge difference. All right, so let's talk about how we can do it, right? Now, I've got some steps for you as, you know, I love steps. and I know that you love steps as well. Now, this is not simply about positive thinking, right? It's not just, oh, be positive. It's not about that at all. It's, it's about taking the situation and thinking, all right, what is the situation and how can I express this to myself or to others in a way that will help and benefit the situation, right? So it's don't just think this is a positive thinking exercise. Okay, so I've got four steps for you. The first, I'll just go through them. So number one is identify what is the problem I am experiencing? What is the problem I am experiencing? Or it could just be, you know, what is the situation I'm experiencing? And I'll use an example. This is when a a reframe was very clear to me. I was at one of my Toastmasters meetings. This was uh, quite a while ago. And we had a very small turnout relative to what we normally have. So sometimes we might get 20, 25 people. And I think this particular meeting, it just so happened that we had, you know, nine people. So that was the situation, right? So you you rock up, let's say you're hosting a workshop or you're, you know, you're 
or you're running, I don't know, a meeting on Zoom and half of the expected attendees come along. So that is the situation, right? That can't change. That's the situation. That could be the problem, let's say. Problem is, oh, we we had half the people show up. Now, step two is to go, what am I, is to, is to ask yourself, what am I assuming about this situation? So using the Toastmasters meeting example, the member who was running the, the meeting that night, he stood up and the first thing he said was, oh, hi, everyone. Looks like we've got a really small group tonight. We'll just have to see how we go. But, you know, thanks, everyone, for showing up, unlike everyone else who didn't come tonight. And I was sitting there going, what? That that makes it sound like it's such a terrible thing that this is that we have a small turnout. So the person, that facilitator assumed, so this is back to step two, what are you assuming about the situation? They assumed that having a small turnout was a bad thing, right? They assumed it was a bad thing. So in your situation, thinking about, um, you know, how am I, what, what assumptions am I making? What am I assuming is about is bad? Now, step three is to think, how can I see this in a more constructive light? Notice I didn't use the word positive. How can I see this in a more constructive light? Another great question to ask is, what if I believe the opposite to be true? So taking the Toastmasters meeting example, if I'm standing there and, you know, half of our regular attendees come along and my, uh, my initial assumption is this is bad, having low numbers is bad. If I then challenge that and go, well, what if I believe the opposite to be true? So the opposite would be having low numbers is good. Hmm. It starts to get you thinking, all right, so how could I see this in a more constructive light? If I believed that low numbers was good, what would I then say? How would I think about this situation? Which then leads, leads me to step four, which is to use new language to express yourself with this reframe. So in step three, we're reframing it in our own mind, right? We're thinking, okay, how can I see this in a, in a better light? How can I make the most of this situation? What if I believe the opposite assumption? And then you use the new language to express yourself with this reframe. And using the Toastmasters example, I did give some feedback to this facilitator because I just can't help myself. I, went, I gave, gave him some feedback and I said, look, the way that you introduced the meeting, it came across as quite negative and I believe it didn't it didn't set the meeting up in, in the best possible, you know, it didn't give the meeting the best possible um, start because after all we had guests there and we want to make the guests feel welcome. And so something that we agreed that they would do better next time is to say something like, hi, everyone. It's so wonderful to see you all here tonight. Now, we do have a smaller group than usual but this is a really great thing because it means that all of you are going to get an opportunity to speak. Or else if we have a large group, sometimes you don't get that chance. So I'm so glad that we do have a small group tonight because you're, we're going to be able to make, make the absolute most of this and get you all speaking. You hear the difference? It completely changes the way you see it. And the people at that meeting, if they were to hear that, are going to think, oh, wow, 
how lucky am I that I got to come along to a meeting with a small group because there's going to be new opportunities here for me. Whereas with the first frame, they'd probably be thinking, oh, damn, I picked the wrong week to come. This is a small group. It's supposed, you know, I guess it's better when there's more people here. Right. So we're actually not, we're not only shifting the situation for ourselves, but we're shifting the situation for everyone else. So this is really important. When you're speaking to a group, if you, you know, if you're public speaking, your ability to reframe situations is so powerful because you're doing it for everyone else there, not just for yourself. Okay. So those are the four steps. I'll give you a couple of other examples, another few things that you can reframe. Um, We were, um, I mentioned I was on a webinar with my academy members earlier this week. We talked about framing a mistake as a good thing, not a terrible thing. So one of our members was sharing one of his challenges and saying that he gets so nervous when he's public speaking because he's so afraid of messing up in front of everyone and then, um, you know, looking like a failure. And we challenged his assumption that a mistake is a bad thing. And in the in the the call, we discussed how we could reframe that viewpoint to seeing mistakes as being something that makes us human. Right? Think about it. No one's expecting you as a speaker to be a perfect, flawless robot. You know, we're human. We we make mistakes. We we stutter. We stumble. We have blanks. We accidentally repeat words. Like I do it on this podcast all the time. But that's what makes us able to relate to others, right? It shows people that we're, we're just like them. So that reframe of, hey, a mistake, the reframe of from um, a mistake is a, a bad thing that's going to highlight my imperfections to framing it in the way that a mistake is a good thing that helps me connect with people, that is a really powerful reframe. And if you can do that, if that's something that really that you struggle with with public speaking, if you can reframe that, that is super powerful and will help to alleviate much of your nerves and anxiety. Another example, when I first started my business, the C method, I used to be an architect. I had no network. I didn't have clients. I didn't have a strong personal brand. And my um, frame of my experience was, oh, I don't have the same amount of experience as um, other coaches and trainers in this industry. You know, other people have 20 years in corporate. I don't have 20 years in corporate. I don't have coaching experience. I used to be an architect that's, and that's not relevant. But I had to learn to reframe that background or that story to say and reframe it to something like, well, the fact that I have a technical design background means that other people who have technical design backgrounds will relate to me. So I challenged that assumption and I chose to see it in a more constructive light. And then I used that language. So going back to the steps, step four, I used new language to express myself with this reframe. And I would say to people, I can prove to you, I am proof that you don't need 20 years of corporate experience to develop strong communication skills. So I reframed what I thought was my disadvantage as an advantage So this is powerful for all of you out there who struggle to talk about yourselves or you struggle to communicate the value that you bring. Oftentimes it's the 
disadvantage that we think we have or something that we think that is not a good thing, we can always reframe it. And that's the beauty of it. You can reframe anything, anything. Just think about how politicians use jargon to reframe um, something terrible that's happened or a decision that they've made. They use that reframe to make it sound not so bad. That is not an okay thing to you. That's not benefiting people. But you can absolutely use a reframe to shift the way that um, to shift the way other people see your experience. I had an, I have another client who um, she was saying, "Oh, I'm so outspoken. I always have opinions, and people don't like that. So my opinions are a bad thing." And we helped her to reframe it to. Um, I am opinionated and that is a good thing because there are people out there who appreciate that. They appreciate honesty and they're looking for new ideas and new solutions, right? So you can, you can reframe anything to something that's constructive. All right. So those are the four steps. I'll quickly recap. Number one, assess what is the problem I'm experiencing? Number two, what am I assuming about this situation? Number three, how can I see this in a more constructive light? Or ask, what if I believed the opposite to be true? And number four, use new language to express yourself with this reframe. I'm going to give you a couple of challenges to get started with. The first one, this is a simple one because it always helps when we start with something simple. Reframe a no to a yes. So for example, if someone says, do you have time for a chat? You might say, no, I'm really busy right? That's one way of framing it. Now see, I challenge you to reframe it with a yes. So instead of saying, no, I can't say, yes, I have some time today at 1 PM, you know, give them another option. Does that work for you? So you're still saying, I can't talk now, but you're reframing it in a more constructive, helpful way where you're saying, yes, let's speak later. So then your message is coming across in a much more helpful, constructive way and your um, and the other person is going to feel good about themselves because you haven't rejected them per se. You've said yes. So think about this. How can you reframe something that is construed as negative, like a no or I'm not available or I don't have that, to something that's more constructive such as yes, I am available, I do have that, here's what I can do, Right? It helps to think, how can I express myself in a way that is helpful for the other person? Now, a challenge for you. So if you feel comfortable with that and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And you practice that. Another challenge for you is to reframe your current work and home isolation situation. Mm, This is something we're all going through at the moment. Maybe you're at home with your kids trying to be productive Maybe your salary has been cut or you've lost your job. Maybe you are going bonkers from the social isolation, from not seeing your friends and family. Maybe you're getting some cabin fever, feeling emotions like frustration, fear and uncertainty. My challenge to you is to have a go at reframing your current situation. What is Think about, so using those four steps, what are you currently experiencing, right? Or experiencing home lockdown, maybe loss of jobs, maybe dealing with children running around at home and think, okay, what am I assuming about this situation? Are you assuming that it's bad, that it's terrible, that it's 
going to ruin you? And then think about how can I see this in a more constructive light? What if I believed the opposite to be true? One example is, I mean, for me anyway, for me personally, um, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I am pregnant, which is very exciting. I'm at 12 and a half weeks at the moment. And being in home isolation, one way I could see it is, oh, it sucks. I can't go out and exercise. I can't go out to restaurants, which is what I like to do. Can't go see my friends. The way I've reframed it is, well, you know what? I'm pregnant and I get hungry every two hours and it's really helpful having the kitchen nearby. I don't have to worry about packing food every day to take out to my office. I can just, I can just, all my food is easily to, easy to access. And my couch is right there. If I ever want to lie down and take a quick nap, I can do that. So I'm seeing the home isolation situation as a good thing for me at this point in my life going through pregnancy. And I figured, well, you know, maybe, you know, I get tired all the time. Maybe I, I wouldn't want to be out all the time anyway. So that is your challenge to reframe your current situation, because if you can do that, it's going to help you to feel better about the whole thing. It's going to help you get through this situation better. Um, and it's going to just overall help you feel, help you feel better. That's pretty much it. Don't we all, don't we all want to feel better? So do give that a go. Now this topic, and I've only spent like 25 minutes on this, it's, this is too big a topic to cover completely in a single podcast. Um, after all, we are working on shifting thought and language patterns that may have been with you for your entire life. Like if you're used to saying, no, I'm busy every single time someone asks you to, to chat, um, it's very hard to shift that. So this is why this is why I've created an entire masterclass on this topic in my membership program, the C-Method Academy, which I've mentioned earlier in this episode. And in this masterclass, you're shown step-by-step step how to shift those thoughts that are holding back. And we also talk about this in our monthly Academy webinars um, I mentioned before, we talked about it this week where we help some of our members work through their own personal reframes. It's really powerful stuff and it can't, it can, it's often hard trying to do it by yourself. So it really helps when you are learning alongside other like-minded people and you've got someone there to help coach you through it. So if you want to take your development to the next level and really work on, um, elements of your mindset and your communication, such as being able to reframe, then I invite you to come on over and join the Academy at thecmethod.com slash join. That link is also in the description of your uh, of this podcast in your app. So thank you so much for spending some time with me today, Rockstar. Keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Canters and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>